You're listening to Kayama Community Radio. Hi, I'm Helen Liu. Happy New Year. Welcome to 2021 and welcome back to Kayama Community Radio. Now that 2020 is finally behind us, we're all waiting with bated breath to see how things are going to pan out. I'm sure that we all hope by now that everything will be back to normal, but clearly that's not going to be the case. Many of our local bands and musicians are finally getting back on the road, which is fantastic, and some have even found the time to start new projects. In July last year, just after the first lockdown, I spoke with Dom Littrich from local band Pacific Avenue about trying to navigate life as the music world came crashing down all around us. I'm going to play you part of that interview now, followed by Pacific Avenue's track, My Hero. I caught up with Dom again to hear how the year ended for Pacific Avenue, and to find out more about his latest solo project, Big Twisty. Kayama Community Radio. For the community, by the community. Hi, I'm Helen Lee, and today I'm chatting with multi-talented local musician, Dom Littrich. Dom is drummer of local band Pacific Avenue. Hi, Dom. Hello, how are you going? Good, good. How are you coping in this crazy new world that we're living in? Yeah, it's been, been very bizarre. Of course, all the gigs kind of being put on the back burner a bit, but it's kind of everyone's in the same sort of boat, so you can't get too sad about it. But yeah, no, it's been good. We've had time to kind of, as a band, practice a bit more. It was like forces to get together, get practicing. We got a bit tighter with our stuff. So for people that don't know you, can you just tell me a bit about how you formed, uh, what you guys are all about and where the name comes from? Yeah, sure. Um, So basically, myself and Ben, um, who's the guitarist, uh, we lived about 50 metres from each other in Gerringong. We kind of knew each other through friends and that sort of family friends. And I'd often kind of hear him playing guitar from my house. Um, So then it kind of just seemed like the thing, it kind of seemed that we just sort of joined. I'd play a bit of like bongo drums and drum kit and he played guitar and kind of busk at the markets, that sort of thing. And then he knew Jack through school. We all went to Kaima High School and he kind of recruited Jack as the bass player. And then we actually started out as a different band. So it was me, Ben and Jack, we called Tropical Wax. We had Grace, a girl singer. So we did that for a little while. And then a bit down the track, Harry came along. We kind of reformed the band a bit, um, changed the styles up a little bit. Yeah, and then we started just jamming together. It felt really good. Um, Harry was actually went to a different high school, but still in the same area, kind of everyone knows everyone. Um, he was doing his kind of solo thing at the, at the time and Ben heard about him and yeah, asked him for, around for a jam. And then, yeah, and then um, we're kind of all surfing one day after jamming a few times. We're like, we need a band name. We're surfing down at Jerringong and we're kind of stumped. We couldn't think of anything. And then we kind of looked at the street sign. It was Pacific Avenue. So we kind of went with that cliche of naming the band of something like, a place near where you kind of jam and that sort of thing, but kind of just stuck and yeah. Now you released a new single in April, My Hero. What was it like releasing a single during a global pandemic? How was that different? It was a little like the weirdest thing about it is because usually we release a single and then we like tour for a straight away after it to kind of support it. Mm-hmm. So not having that there was a bit strange because yeah, I don't know, kind of usually get you release, have all that hype and then you kind of go and play it and stuff. So we haven't really actually played it live yet which is a bit strange, but it was okay. It was kind of good in a way because when we released, it was right when sort of people started locking down and that sort of thing. So it was good in that people maybe had 
bit more time on their phones and stuff. So we got quite a, quite a few listens on it, which was great. Yeah, it was, it was, I think it was, it was positives and negatives. And the video, which is awesome, was filmed at the <laughs> Beach. I'm trying to, I was trying to figure out, was that Kendall's or East's? Yeah, yeah. So it was Kendall's um, for the majority of it. And we did, the bit on the paddle boards was at Surf Beach. But yeah, mainly at Kendall's. Oh, okay. yeah. So what do you see as a bit of a big question, but what do you see as the future of the music industry moving forward? And what do you think 2021 might look like for you? I think, I kind of think that people might appreciate um, music a bit more try to get to to more gigs and stuff but also at the same time it, it's gonna i think it's gonna be very hard in the sense like festivals and that sort of thing with like international artists i think mm-hmm. it might be quite a quite a bit longer than what people think before we can have those big festivals like splendor in the grass and like with the international headliners and that sort of thing so i feel like there will be a lot more yeah like all australian lineups and kind of like more local gigs um i'm hoping that maybe like small towns kind of step up a bit with kind of making more availabilities in venues and that sort of thing to have more live music. But yeah, it is, it, it definitely has, yeah, changed dramatically. I think it will stay like that for quite a while. I think it will be a lot more kind of homegrown sort of stuff. And hopefully like I've noticed within the, the arts community that people are supporting other bands a bit more rather than competing because everyone's doing it a bit tougher too. Everyone's just kind of trying to help each other out and, um, get behind each other's work. So hopefully that keeps going. Yeah.
ACR, Kayama Community Radio. Hi, I'm Helen Lee, and today I'm chatting with Dom Nitrich. Dom is probably, as you all know, drummer of local band Pacific Avenue. He plays alongside his dad, John, in the Water Runners and has just launched a new solo project, Big Twisty. I first spoke with Dom back in July as part of our pilot episode. So let's find out what life's been like in the time since then. Hey, Dom, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. So a lot's changed since we last spoke. Um, we're living in this new normal, as everyone likes to call it now. Live music is coming back, which is amazing. People are getting out and about again, seeing gigs. So tell us what you've been up to. Yeah, so we've been loving and getting back into doing some gigs. We kind of had our first shows back with Pacific Avenue around September, October. So we played a couple of our Unibar shows there and played up in Sydney as well, up at the Vanguard. It was a lot of fun. Like, we were a bit kind of sceptical of how the whole sit-down kind of vibe was going to go, but it was, it was great. Kind of in a way, it seemed like you had the audience engaged the whole time, they were kind of sitting there and taking it all in rather than being drunk and bumping into each other. So that was, that was pretty cool. Some aspects you kind of try, it's a bit hard to get the energy feed off it, but we still had a great time. And then all through November, part of the Great Southern Nights, we had a gig pretty much every weekend. It was awesome. We played uh, Sydney and also we went up to Byron Bay. Had some shows all around and it just feels great to be getting back on the road and performing and doing our thing. And you had a couple of gigs at the Pavilion in Kaima as well. That must have been nice playing to a home crowd. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had um, <laughs> two shows on, the, on a Sunday there, which was great. We had some cool guys doing, like Brendan Comber and his crew doing like the lights and everything. So put on a great production for it. And yeah, it was great performing to the hometown. It was kind of a show that was been put off because of COVID for a while. So it was good to finally play with everyone. The venue was great as well at the Pavilion. Really, really nice. So you mentioned the Great Southern Nights initiative, which for anyone that wasn't aware, is something that the New South Wales government put on to try and help sort of stimulate the economy and get musicians back out and playing again. Do you think there's been enough support for the live music industry throughout the pandemic and now that we're kind of coming out the other side? I think the... For me personally, like, I think the Great Southern Nights thing was sort of the first sort of thing that I actually saw that was really the government kind of inject a bit of money and funds into the live music. I guess it was the JobKeeper and thing, but I knew a lot of friends too that kind of weren't eligible or weren't really getting, yeah, getting by as mm-hmm. well as they could have. I think it was, I think it was a great initiative, but also I think it wasn't the best planned kind of thing. There's a lot of kind of gigs that were booked by just kind of the money was sort of dumped on them and people were kind of scrambling trying to sort it out and so it could have been a bit better organized but I'm not really complaining because we got to play and it gave a lot of venues the initiative to get bands back going again so it was good yeah. yeah 
And how do you think the music community in our area specifically has been affected? Because there's so many people in the Kaima local government area that are musicians or work in production or performance. We seem to have that sort of community here. Definitely. Yeah, like there's a lot of, because I work in the local music shop. There's been so many people coming in who just haven't really played for six, seven months, that sort of thing, or even kind of seen any gigs, especially in the older demographic. So it's been really hard not having things like the Kaima Blues Fest, folk festivals, all that sort of thing. And I think people have felt a bit disconnected from it. Like people are starting to kind of go back to the shows and I can see the positivity through the store. But yeah, I think in the local area, especially for the kind of that older demographic, there wasn't, wasn't much going on. And I guess also with the older demographics, not as involved in the online kind of streaming and those sort of things which are happening through yeah. it. So a bit left out in that sense. But, but yeah, there, there really wasn't a whole lot, especially because some venues up in Sydney or up north, they had the capabilities because there were larger rooms of being able to still do the seated shows. But down this way, there wasn't really as much of that around. So there was the pavilion, of course, but yeah, there's not a whole stack of venues down here that could really fulfill those requirements and also the COVID risk assessments and that sort of thing. And you mentioned people live streaming. Have you found you've got a lot more sort of followers through social media, through people kind of watching you online now as opposed to coming to a gig to actually see you? Yeah. Um, so we did like a 30-day challenge sort of thing through the guts of COVID um, when it was like everyone was sort of locked down. So we did like a uh, cover a day for 30 days. Got pretty pretty tough at times trying to think of <laughs> stuff on the fly. We're all trying to work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we're, like that really boosted our following a lot online. That was one real benefit for us through COVID. I think if we're all just back in our normal life, we'd have been too busy and not been able to kind of do it. So that really upped our following on the social media and I think helped sell a few tickets for when we started playing again. So as well as playing with Pacific Avenue, you've got a couple of other projects on the go. Do you want to tell us what you've been up to with those? Yeah, sure. So yeah, I play with my dad in the Water Runners. So that's like a kind of bluegrass folk thing all from Jerrygong, Kiama, that sort of area. So we did a few sort of live stream things as well through COVID, uh, but we're also starting to play back in the local area. Yeah, it's been good still getting together with those guys, writing that. And then also I've started up a thing called Big Twisty. So it's a bit of like a rap alter ego kind of character. I've created a, a funk band with it where I'm the front man and there's uh, there's 10 of us all together, but nine in the band. Wow. So it's Big Twisty and the Funk Nasty is what we call it. <laughs> and so we've started up doing a few gigs and we actually played up in Byron Bay as well last weekend. Played two Unibar shows and also played two Oxford art shows the weekend before. So, oh, and Thrill as well. So we did a little bit of a tour. Um, I released a single about a month ago and touring off the back of that. So that's been really great. It's, it's been a bit of a different thing, kind of being from out from behind the drums and being up the front and also kind of taking on a bit of a character for it. And basically it's just about having a bit of fun, getting into it. And how do you find that? So you're doing kind of more hip hop and stuff as opposed to kind of yeah. indie, like you said, you're up the yeah. front as opposed to being hidden at the back behind everyone else. Yeah, it's definitely a different feeling. Like I like with Pacific Avenue and Water Runners where it's fully serious kind of thing where you're sort of feeling the music and, I guess you can take that back seat a bit and kind of get into it. But then with, with the big twisty thing, it's fully the front man kind of running the show. I get a different kind of nerves, I think, for it. Yeah, it's a different feeling. I don't think either one's better or worse. It's just, a, I don't know, a different buzz. <laughs> so what can we expect to hear from you in 2021? 
Yeah, so we've been recording a bit. We've got two singles pretty much ready to go with Pacific Avenue. And we're going to release one in the next, I think, maybe February, around that sort of time. And then I think we're planning on touring that in March. We've got a few dates booked in. We've actually got some booked interstate. So fingers crossed everything stays all right with COVID so we can get to, I think we're planning for Adelaide and Perth and that sort of thing. Then with Big Twisty, you've got another single, which I'll probably release in February as well. And just kind of booking some shows for that. Should be good fun. And yeah, just a couple of gigs scattered here and there. I think next year will be the year for releasing and touring. It's going to be mm-hmm. weird this year. Because we've had like a lot of people, a lot of artists everywhere have wanted to tour, but it's kind of held back people releasing music, I think, too, because often you want to kind of tour off the back of it. So it's been yeah. a bit hard. Yeah. And a lot of people, I guess, have had things that, like the bands who've had, you know, national tours that have been rescheduled three times and that, you know, yeah, they're probably going to do that and then before doing any new stuff. So it's exactly. probably going to be a bit yeah. of a backlog of those kinds of things yep. as well, I imagine. For sure. John, thank you so much for joining me today. It's great to hear what you've been up to since we last had a chat, hear that everything's sort of coming back together and going well. And we're going to finish up with a big twisty track, pickup track. Thank you, Dom. Thanks, Helen. See you later. Get down. Get up. Get your booty in the pickup truck. Get down. Get up. Get your booty in the pickup truck. Get down. Get up. Get your booty in the pickup truck. Get down, get up. Get your booty in the pickup truck. Get down, get up. Get your booty in the pickup truck. Come out the gates of Tad Lake with that money in my hand. With that saggy old steez, about to spend a couple grand. Slap hands with the man I see passing by me. Then I look to my left and something does surprise me. Fine ass set of wheels with the top on top. I take it off, look underneath, then it's a pickup truck. Leans up the side, jewel exhaust and 22 inch rim. Goddamn, I say, I wanna jump right in. I slap a grand to the man with the keys in his hand. Then I land with the play behind the wheel. Oh, damn, on my way now, cruising. It's time to Turn it up, it's time to get your booty in the pickup truck. Get down, get up. Get your booty in the pickup truck. Get down, get up. Get your booty in the pickup truck. Get down, get up. Get your booty in the pickup truck. Get down, get up. Get your booty in the pickup truck. So I'm heading down the freeway in the back of the truck. I got 40 little shorties getting down and getting up. I don't be stopping, the train be rocking, the booty's popping, the funk nasty about to turn it up and get you hopping. Now the foot is on the gas and I'm smacking that ass. And remember, if you ain't first, you're last. Puff, puff, pass. Remember to hide your stash out the window. It's fire now, cold hard cash. And then we bounce into the party at a quarter to eight. I'm pulling up outside the front, the sound of screeching break. Don't hesitate, only generate eight lines on the plate. Funk nasty, here to put you right back in your place. Turn up the bass with the windows down. Funk nasty, come
get your booty, get your booty, get your, get your booty, get your booty, get your booty, get down, get your booty, get your booty, get your booty, get your, get your booty, get your booty, get your booty, get down, get your booty, get your booty, get your booty, get your, get your booty, get your booty, get your booty, get down, get your booty, get your booty, get your booty, get your, get your booty, get your booty, get your booty, get down, get up, get your booty in a pickup truck. Hello, I'm Candy Anderson from Kayama Community Radio. Join me every Friday for What's On in the Kayama LGA for the following week. Our purpose is to keep you updated with events and activities that will get you out and about and connecting with people and places in our fabulous area. If you have an event that you would like to tell the community about, email us on kcradiocontent at gmail.com. I look forward to having you tune in soon and perhaps making our weekly What's On your regular go-to place for keeping in touch with people, places and happenings in the Kayama LGA. You've been listening to Kayama Community Radio. The views, information or opinions expressed during this segment are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of Kayama Community Radio.